Pulp MX Network Production. Pulp MX fans, we're 550 plus shows and counting thanks to your support of our sponsors. Get the Pulp MX app for iOS and Android today. Save money with discount code PULPMX at BTOsports.com and click the Amazon banner on PULPMX.com for all other online purchases. It's the BTOsports.com Steve Mathis Show. Presented by Fox Racing on RacerXOnline.com. The original Moto Podcast. Featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Of course, BTOsports.com, nation's leading retailer, anything you need for your bike or body. Use the code PulpMX when you're checking out to save money there. And Fox Racing, of course, uh, the guy on the line with me, he once wore Fox Racing. Rocks in Dungey, Fox Racing, global innovation leader for motocross racewear. Check out your local dealer or foxhead.com. Thanks to BTOsports.com and Fox Racing for making this thing happen. Of course, I'm Steve Mathis. With me on the line, former 125 national champion, X Games legend, freestyle legend, uh, pretty much anything. Travis Pastrana, what's up, man? Hey, man, just uh, <laughs> traveling around. Just finished a car race uh, yesterday and doing uh, some nitro press today in Chicago. So it's been, yeah. uh, been, been fun. NitroCircus.com. Get your tickets now. You are in the process right now of a world tour. The North American dates are going on now. Europe next year. Uh, NitroCircus.com. Get your uh, uh, tickets now. And uh, I've been to the I've been to the Vegas stop a couple years ago. It's phenomenal. Um, I guess first of all, I guess right off the bat, your double backflip. That's pish, that's old news, bro. Big deal. Old, old news. <laughs> I know. That's what's so wild, man. How far progression comes. I mean, you know, as soon as anyone, as soon as Kerry did the first backflip, everyone was like, when's someone going to do a double? And we didn't think it was possible, but, right. you know, it took, took a couple of years. And, you know, it, what's wild is since 2006, there's only been four people in the world that have ever done a double flip. So to think that one of those four was able to, to take it, and Josh Sheehan, mm-hmm. I mean, this is something that we, we worked on with uh, the Red Bull crew for probably two years, okay. um, you know, starting pretty much right after the, um, you know, the, the double flip on, on in motorcycle uh, when you know a couple years ago yeah. and um you know kind of got to a stalemate and was like okay we had already invested literally hundreds of thousands of dollars into ramps and we were on like our eighth different ramp uh, ramp rendition and um you know the sponsors kind of were like dude this this is a pipe dream it's not going to work <laughs> um and i brought in thomas paget yeah. and josh sheehan and they came out to the house for our, for a nitro thing and um, I, you know, then we had the, the two guys that had been doing triple flips on BMX, um, you know, with uh, James Foster and uh, Jed Milton. And uh, I said, look, we're going to do a video called, I mean, well, we didn't know the name there, but yeah. coming out action figures. Okay. And I uh, said, guys, what do we need to do to make the next step happen? And, you know, there's a lot of steps in between that we should have taken, but I said, look, <laughs> what can we do to do four flips on a bicycle? And what we can do to do three flips on a motorcycle? And we just started, we worked with uh, Bag Jump and we got all these different landings going and all this, I mean, just technology. I mean, uh, you know, James Foster was welding his own ramp. Uh, yeah. You know, it was just amazing to see. Thomas Paget was just on the dozer all the time, building their landings, building our landings, uh, helping fluff the, the foam pit with uh, with all the different, uh, 
you know, uh, skid steers and yep. loaders and uh, everything like that. And um, Josh Sheehan, he flew over twice on his own dime. And after, you know, these ramps are about you know twelve thousand dollars a piece for uh, for some. We started with thirty foot high, ended up at you know thirty eight foot high, uh, with just different transitions. And uh, we had a decreasing radius for the bicycles we ended up with, and an increasing radius with a six foot of flat on the top for the motorcycles. Just like it was like a science project that just you're just hucking your bodies to figure it out. And the only one that was even close was was Josh Sheehan. The guy's he's built like a brick shit house, man. The guy's <laughs> he's he's strong and he's uh, yeah. he wanted it. It was cool. Yeah, so this is going to be pretty neat. Pretty neat deal. Uh, Columbus, Ohio, uh, October sixth, and uh, all the way through uh, the Vegas, the North American Tour, Nitro Circus. Um, yeah, actually, start starting now in uh, in DC. Um, oh, so you are? Okay. Actually, right. my birthday, October eighth. Oh, um, okay. in uh, Washington D.C. will be the first one uh, we kick off with, so no, that'll okay. be a really fun one. Yeah, that'll be nuts. Uh, for for this and for people who haven't seen this thing, it's unbelievable. Like I said, I went to the Vegas one a few years ago, and uh, there is something always happening. There's something always going on. Uh, it's phenomenal as far as like keeping your attention. It's just it's one thing after another, and the things you guys dream up is is pretty funny um, because it's it's got the. You know, it's got the, the great action stuff, and you're a big part of it, and Bilko, and Sheen, and like you said, and these guys. But then, you know, wheels in the wheelchair, and just phenomenal stuff you guys are doing. I just, it's, it's, you must sit there and just be like, what can we do next? Let's try it. it. it well, the, the hard, the hard part isn't coming up with ideas or people willing to try it. The hard part is keeping everyone healthy when you're doing <laughs> right. events, yeah. you know, and trying to figure out how the landings we can keep building safer. But the beauty of our shows, man, is that um, it doesn't matter what you're doing. And I always said, oh, rollerbladers or, you know, fruit booters or, uh, you know, whatever, right, right. Uh, scooter riders. But, dude, yeah. there's guys on scooters doing 1080 front flips. So, like, three full spins and a flip. I mean, they're yeah. – and, you know – then at the end of the day, everyone says, how do I get on Nitro Circus? So you either have to be doing something that no one else can do or something no one else is willing to do. So <laughs> like any circus, yeah. like the, some of the funniest parts are the boogie boards, the big wheels, the couches. Yeah. I mean, getting sent off this huge ramp. And, you know, I mean, usually the couch just tackles the guy that's riding it. But every now and then, he makes it all the way. <laughs> yeah, the big wheel thing blew my mind, too. I'm just like, what? Really? <laughs> I mean, they do double backflip, no handers right. every night. Uh, backflip tail whips on big wheels. Yeah. Like, come on! But like you said, like it. Um, I mean, it, it's it's not the same as you know. Let's say doing supercross every week or whatever. But in a sense, like you like you said, you got to stay healthy, and you have like you know five shows in five nights, four and four shows in five nights. Like you gotta, it's gnarly. You gotta you gotta be ready. Well, and the wild part is, man, every single show, you know, it's. It's you would think the guys are fighting for X Games gold medals because they're doing stuff that they honestly probably wouldn't try in X Games. Yeah. Stuff that they're, they're probably not going to land. But when you get, you know, thirty-five, I call them athletes. I don't know whatever whatever you want to call them, action sports guys. <laughs> um, you know, someone every night steps up and does something that literally has never been done before, and it's yeah. uh, it's pretty inspiring tour. And for you yourself, like, is there a lot of pressure on you? Obviously, look, you're Travis Pastrana. You're, you're everybody knows who you are. You're the guy uh, people are showing up to be. What kind of like uh, kind of pressure is that on you to to make sure that people leave happy? Because you, I mean, look, I was around, you know, as a mechanic when you just broke in, and people. One thing that people can never say about you is that you're fake, or you don't love fans, or that you're not happy to be there, or whatever. Like you're genuinely, you know, trying to make people happy. So how tough is that for you, week, <laughs> day in and day out, trying to, you know, trying to make do the best you can, push your limits, but yet still stay safe. Uh, you know, for, for me, it's my role's changed a lot. You know, like I said, with Sheehan doing the triple mm-hmm. flip, and my role now is to continue to provide that entertainment, but it's by building ramps. I mean, we spent 
you know, we spent three quarters of a million dollars on action figures for a, a DVD that's probably not going to make half that back. Right. But, you know, with, with the benefit of how well Nitro is doing around the world and everything, we, we have a little bit of budget to kind of, you know, if you will give back a little bit and say, okay, let's, let's make these ramps safer. Let's make them better. Let's have all the landings we have, you know, yep. resi and let, let's work on this stuff. So for me, it's just to, to provide a platform for these guys and, you know, to really explain to the audience, you know, from a kind of a first person perspective, I mean, they're gone, you know, they've well surpassed anything that I've done, but, you know, on, on exactly why these tricks are, are so hard and, and give everyone a, a real feel of, of what the riders are feeling. So, um, you know, we've got great announcers and everything, but it's, yeah. it's fun to get out there and be like, all right, you know, kind of stop the show every now and then, even when I'm not supposed to, and be like, this has never happened. <laughs> this is not circuit. It's not a plan. Right. Like, this is why, what he's trying. This is why he's never tried it before. <laughs> yeah. And uh, everyone get on your feet because you're about to either witness history or witness a really awesome crash. I mean, yeah, either one, right? Let's, let's, either way, you're going to be entertained. <laughs> uh, the triple backflip, obviously, is a huge deal. I watched the video. It's, it's massive. Uh, I guess that's the obvious answer to this question. So let's take that out of the realm. What? What blows you away? What's what's so impressive to you? Like what what is something that just you know, and, and you as a guy that's done everything can kind of sit back and go, that takes a lot of skill. Now, obviously, the triple backflip would be the obvious answer here, but let's move something else. No, I mean it, it's it, with a, with a single rotation um, like a triple flip. It, it's not necessarily a, a skill set as much as a lot of the other more technical tricks. Right. I see. Um, it, balls yes height yes everything but mm-hmm. honestly i would say the person on tour and i never thought i'd say this about a scooter rider but <laughs> ryan williams okay and we gave him so much crap right. for being a scooter rider he now switched up and does every single trick that he does on a scooter on a bmx bike that he borrows from andrew Hayamata. <laughs> so and andrew's like i should take take it i can't do this yeah and it's funny he won't even he refuses he's like i love scooters i refuse to get my own bike but if you give me crap watch this <laughs> so he's doing this trick now where it's a so a special flip is something a lot of people haven't done. It's it's a, you left the bike go and mm-hmm. you do a backflip. Well, he's flipping the bike a front flip, and then he's doing a backflip while it does a front flip, grabbing it midair. I'm trying to fi- picture this. Yeah, really. Yeah. So the bike does a front flip and he right. does a backflip, and as the bars come around, his head comes wow. around and he gets back on. And but I mean, this is a guy that he jumps bicycle to scooter, and he's probably you know when we had the gigantic ramp. He, he probably climbed, you know, 100 floors a night just oh. running back to the top over and over, and he's doing contraptions. This guy does everything. So for, for someone like that, right. that's so versatile. And uh, so he does, on BMX bikes, he just landed his first ever 1080 front flip. That's three full twists and one full flip. Jeez. Just, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're looking like he's spinning so fast. I I can't count it. I'm like, right. you've you've gone into snowboard for me. Like, I I don't know what what the hell you're doing. <laughs> just look, yeah, it's, just it's a amazing. Blur. How do you find a dude like that? How does how does that guy come to your attention or somebody at Nitro Circus's attention? Uh, well, he was a scooter rider, but okay. he ended up with like I don't know four million views on his his uh, oh okay his scooter film. So we've got <laughs> okay. Honestly, everyone says, how do you end up on Nitro? Look, if it's a small world. Right. You have YouTube. You have access to put your video up somewhere, yeah. or you've been to Woodward probably, or something like that. Um, you either have to do something that no one else has done, and I got all these parents that are like, "Oh, my son, you know, he's he's only 19, and he's you know he's done like he's done half the tricks. All he needs is a platform." I'm like, "Man, <laughs> all these guys, Sheeny learned his first 
trick by he welded his own ramp and he took it out to the I'm not recommending this by any stretch, <laughs> yeah. but took it out to the dunes and learned there. You know, we didn't carry heart, didn't have foam pit. We didn't have foam pits. We you find a way if you're passionate enough about it. So you either do something that no one else has ever done or can do. Yeah. Or you do something no one else is willing to do. And I definitely don't recommend that second pass because that's a, that's a really <laughs> that's painful a way to get idea. Well, it's like the guy with the gardening gloves. Uh, I mean, he had yeah, passion, Murray. man. Murray. He, yeah. pa- he showed passion. Um, you know, like, hey, look at me. I'm in Michigan. I got gardening gloves, and I am going to do double backflip in the woods. So Yeah, but, I mean, he learned. Yeah. Everyone yeah. gives the one-trick wonders or one-trick ponies or whatever you want to call them yeah. a hard time. I'm like, they've done something that no one else with all the acts, unlimited not unlimited funds, but, you know, the top guys have a lot more access to a lot better yep. and easier ways to learn. And this guy just, yeah. he just sent it and figured it out. I'm like, that's, you know, even Godfrey, the Godfrey clan. Yeah. Man, those guys go home and on their own dime build, you know, they were the first ones to ever triple flip mountain bikes. And now they're double seat grab backflips. They're, yeah. And they're, everyone gave them so much crap for building all this stuff that they build on their own dime. Um, you know, they just went to the um, went out to the desert, and they're now doing you know double flip uh, heart attacks and all this other stuff on full suspension mountain bikes, just shoveling in lines in the the Utah desert. It's freaking rad. Uh, Thirty nine dollars to ninety nine dollars for VIPs. NitroCircus.com. DC, the first stop, uh, going all the way to Vegas, uh, November 21st. I'll, I'll be there. I live in Vegas, so I'll probably be there. Going to Winnipeg, too, my hometown of Winnipeg, Canada. You've never been You're there. You're from Winnipeg. I'm from Winnipeg, yes. Did, I, I did never put that together. Steve. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm from Winnipeg. So uh, my, my folks will be pumped to see that, I'm sure, and my brother and everything else. Um, hey, so um, where, are we, where are we at? I always ask you this. I think I've asked you this every time I see you. But where are we at with mo- freestyle motocross right now? Like I, obviously we had the X Games uh, just pass through, and we, you know, we had last year we had a bit of a debacle there, and I think it's reached a tipping point where where people don't want to see people get seriously hurt. And you guys, and I put you in that category, you've pushed it. All of you have pushed it and pushed it and pushed it to new heights. And so where are we at in the state of freestyle motocross? Are we still progressing? Are we still, you know? Well, it, it, it's difficult. The reason that it hasn't progressed, when you know, you look back at 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, all the way up to Deegan doing the, you know, the, the 360 or the mm-hmm. militia twist, as he called it. Um, there was a new trick, a new flip, a new twist, a new something happened every single yep. year, and you didn't have as much social media that that showed you the progression through the year. It was just like, bam. X Games came around, or the mm-hmm. crusty videos came out, or whatever, and it was, it was really in your face. Um, you know, now it's really difficult because the the ramps haven't changed since 2002 mm-hmm. um, for contests, and everyone's afraid to change it because like Dutour tried so hard. X Games even tried a couple years, um, but they don't. There's no place to practice, and before people know, so they they build them wrong. It's not. You know, Renner's the only one that's really gone, you know, and done something with a quarter pipe. Yep. And he still didn't do it, you know, t- like, a, like a regular quarter pipe. He did, a, you know, take off was steeper than landing and this and that. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it's good, but everyone's afraid to take that next step. So that's honestly what Action Figures was about, um, progression and safety progression. The problem is, once the foam pit was out, everyone was, knew that stuff was possible, but then you have to take it straight to dirt. So what, what's, the, what's the intermediate? You know, and what's, why would you have to, and the dirt to X Games, yeah, to do a triple flip, you need to take off at 37 foot tall. How are you going to do that to a 12 foot tall landing? Right, right. You know, you're yep. not 96 feet off the deck. Like, that you would, <laughs> right. besides hitting the roof, like, yeah. You, uh, yeah, is it possible? Yes, could, but no. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're going right. to blow up on the landing. Um, so, honestly, that's, 
where we're going. And Nitro, I, I think we're, we're, I mean, I probably shouldn't say this yet, but we're <laughs> coming out with uh, basically an action sports um, you know, event oh, okay. that'll be, yeah. you know, similar to, to X Games. And right. with that, we'll have resi landings on everything, yeah. um, safer landings, padded landings. You know, and everyone's like, oh, that's not real. I'm like, oh, no, it's, it's still real. You're going to be going higher and bigger, and the takeoffs are going to be huge, and the landings are going to be huge. Yeah. And best trick is now going to be, you know, we're going to give riders a chance to practice to airbags, yep. and then we're going to take it to a, you know, a smaller airbag. And then, you know, at the end of the day, you're still going to a pad. So if you crash... You know, in theory, well, not in theory, you're going to be a lot better off than yeah. you would otherwise. Yes. Does it still have to be dangerous? Yeah, you're well, doing. Of course, yeah. You're doing gnarly stuff, man. Motocross is dangerous. You get on your, in your car every day, and you're, you're taking your life in a bunch of other people's hands. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the end of the day, it's worth going to work. And at the end of the day, it's worth it for for me to go out there and ride my dirt bike. You know, I've got a family too. I don't want to see any of my friends get hurt. My moto, yeah. uh, my Nitro Circus family, or my wife is skating on tour. I mean, shoot. Yeah. Yeah, we got two kids. Um, that, you know, I, I hope they, they pick golf, but, you know, chances are they're seeing the passion and the excitement in, in yeah. these kind of sports. And, you know, we're probably going to be right there at Loretta Lynn's again. And, and, you know, just like Deegan, right back there with his right. kid, you know, and that's, it's because these sports are passion sports. They're awesome, but it's my job now and Nitro Circus's job, um, you know, to keep them exciting, to keep the progression going, but more than that, keep everyone alive. But yeah. Yeah. Let's take a step back here and we still want to do all the nuts little things, but let's take a step back here and try to do this properly and smart, I guess is what you're saying, right? Like let's, let's figure out the best way to do this. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's figure out a way that we can, that we can do it. I mean, I was talking to Sal Masekela the other day and he said until recently action sports has been, I forget the exact quote he used, but, um, it's been made of expo- disposable individuals, and which is really tough. You know, yeah. you see, even with football and stuff, you know, it's, yeah. you could have all the talent in the world and you get injured, and that, that will always be a fact of, of a rough sport. But let's see what we can do to make it so if you're talented that you can continue to come back, that you're not going to have those, mm-hmm. those career-ending injuries. Yeah, you're going to have some sprained ankles. Yeah, you're yeah. Gonna, you might break a wrist along the way. But, you know, let's, let's – you know, we'll try to try to keep it as safe and as realistic as, as possible. And but it has to keep progressing. It's not gymnastics, man. At the yep. end of the day, it, it's not about who points their toes. It's about who's doing something that's never been done before. Yeah, really. That's what kind of you know kind of made freestyle motocross. I feel like hit a bit of a plateau. Was you know it, it all looks the same, guys, and somehow these guys are getting judged. And you know, I, the judging thing has always been so so weird and so you know so random. And that's what kind of what you know you guys are doing a little bit with Nitro, where it's like ah we're not being judged. Let's just let's just take a bunch of shit off a huge ramp. You know what I mean? And that's awesome. That's 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 what's yeah, well, especially I mean, Racer X. You guys are the definitely the 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 toughest audience for for action sports. I feel like you guys right. are you're awesome, but you're racers. Oh, I'm, we're all. Motto, I'm a racer yeah. at heart. Yeah. And I've always said, and I still stick to it. You can't judge freestyle. You can't judge freedom. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, without that judging platform without we, really deciding yeah. who's the best um you know it's really difficult for the for the sport to grow for progression so you need things like x games but in my opinion you need that freedom those guys like tommy clowers and uh you know heck watching the old crusty videos that's you don't see that a lot with the the motocross racers now going out like wrath yeah. and imig always used to hit dumont and um you know castillo ranch man with uh, doug henry and pismo beach i loved watching those guys yeah. they're the best in the world doing you know, doing rad stuff, and now it's it's kind of Blame. taken where you got the ramp kids and you got the, you know, you got the motocrossers, but there's not a lot of you don't well, see um, a lot of 
freestyle, like Woods, or you know, no, just, blame blame Carmichael. Yeah, <laughs> I know everyone's training so hard now. What's up with this? <laughs> What's up with that? Uh, hey, talking to the great Travis Pastrana of Nitro Circus on the BTOSports.com RacerX podcast. Listen to this commercial from Race Tech Suspension and Dirt Cheap Helmets, and we'll be right back here with Travis Pastrana to wrap up our conversation uh, when we come back. Hey, thanks for listening to the BTOSports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Race Tech people, Racetech.com. These guys have been in business for over 30 years, supplying racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension to everyday racer. There's a lot of top suspension guys in the pits that got their start with Race Tech. Uh, trust me on this. There's a, more than a few guys that have learned underneath Paul Feed and gone on to, uh, to great things. Paul Feed, the original suspension guru. I guarantee you... Eh, probably 82.7% of you people listening to this podcast need some sort of suspension work, whether it's uh, just a simple oil change with new bushings and seals, give your bike some love, whether it's the right spring rate for your weight and or speed, or maybe you just need some revalving on the machine to uh, help you uh, take first place in that Chicken Licks Raceway. Something something uh, on your bike needs attention for Racetech. I guarantee you. Freeze, Gilmore, some of the guys just using uh, Racetech, Privateer Proven. They work with uh, Ben LeMay also. They're back with Ben LeMay. And uh, they offer a full line of Racetech high-performance springs. These springs are called high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates and feature the tightest tolerances in the industry. You want to save 10%? At uh, Racetech, go to Pulp MX 2015 when you order. You can save 10% at Racetech.com. And they're uh, proud sponsors of this podcast, and we thank you guys. All right, back to the show. DirtCheapHelmets.com is dedicated to protecting your head and your wallet. The site is hands down the coolest and easiest to use in the helmet world. DirtCheapHelmets.com is the one-stop shop to get helmets for you and everyone you love without breaking the bank. We have helmets for our grand opening starting at $40, and that includes free shipping. These are all new helmets that we get a great deal on and pass the savings on to the customer. This includes free shipping on all helmets and a no-hassle exchange policy. We have a wide range of brands including Fly, HJC, Chewy, GMAX, and more. Podcast customers can get 5% off these already smoking good deals by using promo code RIDERX. All right, and we're back with Travis Pastrana, BTOsports.com, RacerX Podcast. Hey, Travis, I saw I'm buddies with Wygant. He uh, told me about how he was spent some time with you uh, for the Red Bull Straight Rhythm. Are you riding it? Did, I didn't find that out. Do we know? No, no, I, I wish. Okay. All right. I tell you, it was, it was so much fun. It was. You know, for, for an old guy like me, I can come out there. I don't have to be in great shape. Everyone's like, oh, you should just do a one-off Supercross or Outdoor. I'm like, okay. What you don't understand is a one-off event to even – let's not even talk about being competitive or getting up to speed. Let's yeah. just talk about getting in shape. Yeah. And that is basically not even just – Eat, sleep, train, ride, four months, yeah. minimum. Yeah. So that's taking everything else off the list. Straight rhythm, and Roger DeCoster, I could just see that he, was, he absolutely hated that event. <laughs> I've never seen him so disheartened, other than maybe the, when Supercross was in the X game. Yeah, exactly, right? He's like, we, <laughs> but, did, not, uh, we did not do this no, in Belgium. But, but it was funny. He's like, this, this means nothing. He's like, this is the heart and soul of motocross is is the fact that these guys are warriors, that you're, you're yeah. tired. You're, you're war- He's like, yeah. you know, someone like Hansen can come out and win this thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's the beauty of it. Hey, Roger, I'm back. <laughs> I got an RM500, Roger. Check me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but, but personally, I, I think it's awesome. It's really exciting for the yeah. crowd. This year it's going to be, you know, they, last year it was so hot, and they, the crowd was uh, just in the, 
Um, you know, they didn't have any cover or anything this year. They've it's fully covered uh, stands. Mm-hmm. Even the, the riders won't be just baking on the, the blacktop. It's a horse racing uh, field. It, it, honestly, that that event is so much fun. You got yeah. a lot better riders. Uh, uh, not that there weren't great riders last year, but um, the field up the top end is is a little bit more yeah. stacked. Um, wow. So I, I think it's it's going to be when when you got two close riders, man. It's going to be just going. It's yeah. Cool, cool event. Oh, that's a bummer you're not doing it, though. That was exciting on the RM500. Two-stroke and Travis Pastrana. People lost their minds. It well, was... Everyone said, oh, you got to go four-stroke. What do you think? Ha-ha. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that thing, man, you shift to, uh, to fifth gear on that 500 through that whoop section at the end. <laughs> oh, uh, that was the, the – I mean, I love whoops, but if that whole thing was whoops, man, that 500 would have been gone. <laughs> <laughs> really, right? When you think about it back in the day, like guys racing those all the time, nonstop. Um, oh, I was it, talking to David Bailey. We actually did a, a whole re, um, pre-show for this year's uh, yeah. State Rhythm, and David Bailey, man, he was just telling me some stories and uh, sh- showed me this one clip of High Point. Um, him and, uh, shoot, Ken Howerton, I think, was, yep. uh, was who he was battling. And he launched that big, that uphill triple. Right. It, it still looks the same pretty much. And he probably could have won if he just would have gone around the inside. But, no, David's like, oh, I had to do the triple. I'm like, yep, that's, that's yeah. my man. Yeah, yeah, really, right, going around the outside on a 500. Um, for yourself, uh, you mentioned you got two girls now, um, one of them uh, recent, right? You're a pretty new dad for the second one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two-year-old and a six-month-old, man. Six months, So two yeah. under two for until last week. <laughs> how's, how's fatherhood? How is that? What, what's it like for you? I mean, now you're, you know, you're – Living for somebody else? I mean, obviously, like you said, you, you got two of them now, but it's got to be a bit of a change where you and Lindsay or, or you yourself just can't pick up and, you know, go out to the dunes one day or do something or, you know, you're always doing something. Uh, how's that a little bit calmer, I guess? Uh, you, you would think, but we tend to do the same stuff. It just, we used to be really low drag, and now, man, sleep is definitely not overrated. I yeah, will tell yeah. you that. Right. Um, but it's so cool. Like, honestly, everyone says, how can you still travel and do all this stuff? Tour life is our best family time because Lindsay skates on the Nitro Circus Live Tour, mm-hmm. um, and we have literally, um, you know, with like 40 other athletes who are just so passionate and, you know, just gung-ho. They're always smiling. They're always active. They're always up doing something, running around. And our two-year-old just, like, cause, you know, we'll be on a plane, but we have, we turn a tractor and everything. We pretty much take up the entire plane. Right. So the whole time <laughs> she's just, you know, running up and down, jumping from lap to lap with these people, getting passed around. And, um, you know, her life is a little different, I think, than than re- uh, real <laughs> real life. But yeah, uh, yeah. it's cool. She slides down the gigantic ramp by herself. And, uh, you know, at like one and a half years old, she was, She's like, you know, just yeah. wanted someone to carry her up the steps. Just, you just slide down and just do that over and over again. And, um, you know, Lindsay gets to, to get out there and skate every day. And it's just really mm-hmm. a fun, fun time to, to be a father. And it's, um, it's, you know, there's always that danger that someone can get hurt. Or like last year when I broke my uh, broke my leg. Yeah. It was really tough when, you know, our <laughs> a year, year old at the time was just getting up on her feet. And, man, she was like, Dada, Dada, come on, play, trampoline, jump, jump, ride. I'm like, no. I'm yeah, stuck. no, can't. So that, that sucked. And but, Lindsay's uh, got three people she's got to look after now. Like, if you had a broken leg, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's that kind of deal. No, uh, we, made, we made that deal with ourselves, though. Anyone, you know, if one, one of us gets hurt, that's – that's that's when we actually have to start changing lifestyle a little bit because right. we, we can't have both of us hurt with, <laughs> with no. precious. Uh, you um, you're going to everybody goes to Europe. Whole family, you're going to all go. Um, whole family. They, we're actually doing a Moto Mayhem tour over in Europe. Okay. So uh, we're not using the uh, 
basically the the big giganta yeah. ramp okay. uh, for for a lot of that. So Lindsay will come over to uh, to a couple of key uh, key places. But yeah. Europe in the winter, she's like, oh, stay yeah. with my mom. I know, mom in, uh, in California. Dude, you're <laughs> gonna be in Sweden in January. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, uh, we went base jumping in. Uh, where is it? Finland, I guess. Last year. Uh, it's Finland. Uh-huh. Yeah, Finland in. Uh, no, Norway. Sorry. Yeah. Norway in uh, in January. That was. I, I was up on top. We climbed for three hours up this icy slope that I thought I was going to die over and over again. And then the, the takeoff was icy. And I was like, can I just pull myself off? They're like, oh, you won't clear the rock ledge. I'm like, I'm gonna, I can't feel my toes. I can't feel my hands. I can't feel my face. Like, this is whole, why would we do this? This is yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, hey, I'm wrapping this thing up with Travis Pastrana here at NitroCircus.com. Let's touch a little bit on Moto. I don't know why, but I put in bar to bar the, the, uh, the Supercross recap videos. 2002. I, yes, I put it because I worked for Nick Way that year. And so maybe I was looking to hope for my, a little shot of myself or Nick Way. And like, you know, but anyways, I put it in. I don't know why. And I, I can't believe you didn't win a Supercross. I cannot believe it. I, I talk to Guy Cooper about this all the time, man. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, you got a good point. Coop, Coop came closer than you many, many times. But, uh, God, you were up front a lot that year. You and K-Dub, you know, he was going through some stuff, and he kind of – I don't know if how his shape was, but you you led and up front, and it's amazing you never won. I mean, it's amazing you never won a title uh, to, in the big big bike class, but it's amazing you didn't win a, one Supercross race. I can't believe you, it. You know, I mean, you look back at Anaheim – 10-second lead, hit neutral on the on-off, and just yeah. ate crap. Got yeah. up, got, still got third, but I was like, oh, man. I was like, okay, next week. Right. Missed it by Carmichael by like a, a, a second. We were battling our way up. The week before was Villeman. Freaking same deal, like last lap charge, yeah. almost got there. I was like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just you were up front so much, you know, and it was, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you don't really care. D- does it bug you? I don't know. I mean, you've done no, so I much. I mean, honestly, but... as a kid, that's all I ever wanted to be was right. – a supercross champion and you know lights class is cool and you know outdoor 125s is cool but you know it's it's not where you dreamed of being however yeah i i would have never dreamt of, of doing everything else so um i couldn't be happier with how life turned out but mm-hmm. definitely 2002 2003 2004 was pretty depressing times. right uh mattis the ever got at you you know, what's really funny. Like, all the media and everyone always built that up. Mm-hmm. Roger's like my dad. So right. picture your dad and just disappointed in, you know, like, I think the, the toughest time was when I, I came to him and um, I had a concussion, uh, three concussions in a row. Yeah. And um, was throwing Udadilla, up all the yeah. time. Like, didn't I, I didn't I just didn't know anything about concussions at the time. Like, I was like, I'm fine. I feel okay. I just mm-hmm. was really lethargic. I was tired. I was in the best shape of my life. And then all of a sudden, I couldn't even walk to the mailbox. And then I was, every day I was throwing up. I just thought I was sick. Um, but I went out in the – so I did X Games and then flew with no sleep, which didn't help at all. And I went to, uh, you know, to Millville. Mm-hmm. And went out running second, puke in my helmet, everything spinning. And it was thinking we came up on the halfway and I, I pulled off and just, I was just, I didn't know where I was. I was confused. I was throwing up. I was Jeez, just, it was yeah. just miserable. And, you know, then I started feeling better and I was like, ah, well, Moto uh, best tricks tomorrow at X Games. I guess I'll just go hit that, um, you know, because I can do that yeah. sick yeah. was kind of my theory. And Roger was like, you, you pulled out of the, you're, you're <laughs> second in the championship with a chance to lead, you know, after, even after uh, losing a, like a 50 point lead that, or 48 yeah. point lead that year yeah. uh, with three concussions and back to back races. And then, then you go do X games. He's like, you're, you're an idiot. If you're hurt enough not to do this, you're hurt enough not to do that. And for me at the time, it was like, well, I'm sick. 
I'm not hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just you know, like I can, I can do, right. I can do five laps. I mean, I'm running, running second on on after 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just yeah. can't run the whole race. <laughs> uh, speaking of, of your dad too, how come he never buttoned up his team shirt ever? That's a question I've always had on my mind. He never you know, could button really, that thing up. It was funny. He never at work. <laughs> he never had a. Well, it was all my uncles. Like they all, uh, right. they all look like Rambo. I, I don't know. I miss the gene. I mean, my cousin, Special Greg, like everyone. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're super fit. I, I totally miss that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so everyone, you know, they used to just no one wore shirts ever. In the if it was warm enough for shorts, they had no shirt. No on. shirt, right? So and he had to wear a button up. So he would usually, you know, when they the team asked him to wear a button up, so yeah, he yeah. just like he all right, like well. I, I can't. I have to have this on, but it doesn't. Have to, yeah, anyway. <laughs> but I don't really need to have it open. I, yeah. We, we always wondered that as, as other other teams. We're like, well, why does he never button his shirt up? <laughs> he, he just never wore shirts in general. So, right. 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 I mean, well, when, he, when he had to come to the race, we're like, wear this. All right. All right. Uh, I heard you got a truck race coming up. Is that something? Yeah, NASCAR truck, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Um, should should be a lot of fun. Um, actually. Uh, guys from uh, GunBroker.com dot com and okay. uh, Austin Dillon. Actually, he's racing oh, the. Yeah. Uh, well, he normally races this truck, uh, mm-hmm. but he's got the cup race in um, uh, Dover, actually, okay. home, right by my house. But, yeah, uh, yeah he, so the truck's open. So yep. I was like, hey, let's, let's get out there and uh, yeah. have some fun. Matt Crafton, just this last weekend, we were uh, racing, uh, you know, racing the Subarus. We actually were on pace. Crafton, uh, who's the two-time Truck Series champion and mm-hmm. uh, defending champion, leading the championship this year, he came out, really helped the Subaru team get, uh, get our cars kind of – Dude, the Subaru is by far and away the best rally car out there. They can't touch us in yeah. rally in the woods. But when it comes down to um, the GRC, it's, it's, it's parking lot racing. It's okay. go-kart racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we keep trying to set the car up like we do are for, for rally, for mm-hmm. dirt, for big jumps, for, you yeah. know, it's just – and Matt's like, look, take everything you know and throw it out. And <laughs> it's dude, he helped us so yeah. much. I mean, we qualified three-tenths off pole in the lead for, you know, jumping in just a one-off race. We were in fourth. Um, you know, ended up six uh, in the race, so not not stellar, but man, we were we were right there, always moving forward. So much fun, and uh, definitely think with a, a little bit more time trying to get those cars, you know, more like a go kart. I, I shoot, I, th- I think we could be back in that thing, and it was it was fun, fun, fun time. Of course, you can. NitroCircus.com. Travis Pastrana on the line. Um, is there one stop that you're looking forward to on this on this tour uh, that runs from uh, D.C. to Vegas, uh, October, Dude, November? I mean, my first time hometown. Um, D.C. is 16 miles from my house in Davidsonville, Maryland. Yeah, um, we're having the premiere of action figures. It's finally coming out. Yeah. It's coming yeah. out October uh, 20th. Uh, premiere October 7th. If you have a ticket for Nitro Circus Live, you can come see Action Figures. Uh, we're going to put it right in Annapolis. We'll have all the Nitro Circus crew there. Oh, that'd be awesome. do like an autograph yeah. signing and stuff. But uh, it's, dude, that movie is for, forever. It, I'm, we directed it. We did everything. All the, the writers filmed and edited their own sections. It's next level. It's great. But as far as producing, we, we suck. We were horrible. <laughs> we had no idea what, where to go. So finally, I just gave it to Nitro and was like, hey, guys, help me. What, um, well, when you said it, when you said action figures, I've, obviously, we've heard and read about this for a long time. And I was thinking to myself, like, I did some research before this interview. And I'm like, what is, what's going on with that action figures movie he's talking about? But now I know. Okay, so it's not out. No, but, it's not out. Well, right, the right. interesting part was, so with Nitro was like, okay, we're going to do this. And I didn't really tell them what we're doing. I just said, you know, we need like almost a million dollars to do a video that's not going to make half your money back. And they were like, uh, okay, that okay. sounds horrible, but right. 
great, let's do it. And we built all this ramps and all this technology that's all going into the Nitro Circus program. But then they took and they wanted to wait until the triple was released and the quad was released. They're like, ah, look, okay. this is too big to be in your podunk, you know, ode to the old school, you know, yeah, yeah. Moto Triple X crusty terra firma videos. Right. Um, but, dude, the video is, it, we don't explain anything. It's made to watch over and over and over again. And my two-year-old daughter loves it, and, uh, you know, so I, I figure it's got to be oh, good. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, Verizon Center then, Washington, D.C., the Nitro Circus Tour kicks off. TP, always uh, fun to talk to you. I wish, wish we could do more of it. I love the bench race with you. And, I mean, I'm a, I'm a moto guy, so, you know, that's the stuff that I, that I love about uh, you and what you're doing now. And it's just uh, I have people who know you only for the freestyle and X Games. And I'm like, no, no, you guys understand. He could have been one of the all-time greats. <laughs> he could have been. Uh, oh, well, but, I, do, I do appreciate you. And, uh, and thanks for doing it, RacerX, uh, BTOsports.com, RacerX Podcast. Travis Estrada, good luck with the tour, man. Thank you for doing this. Thank you so much. All right, see ya. This has been the BTOsports.com podcast show presented by Fox Racing. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. I was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Sorbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosile Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Miguel was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't been, you know, yeah. if, it, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane, Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take the money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. And, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pitch and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. 
stuff that you could, you sit there, you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 500 more great motocross podcasts. Today.